0: So we had been discussing chapter 14, Gunatraya Vibhag Yoga, Yoga of Three Gunas. So, so far, first we learned about I, the conditioned consciousness, in the first six chapters. The next six chapters we learned about the Supreme Consciousness. From conditioned consciousness to the Supreme Consciousness is the journey, which we all Are taking. So to help that journey, in the last chapter we have defined what is the field and who is the knower, and what is the differentiation between the two. So we have said that the I, the knower, know the field, which is this body, mind and intellect. I know my body, I know my mind, I know my intellect, therefore they are my field, and I, the knower, is the knower of the field. And the field cannot be knower, and knower cannot be filled. Now in this chapter, we are learning about the qualities of the field. So we are taking it a step at a time to understand how can I take this journey from this conditioned consciousness, which I consider I, or in Vedanta called jiva, the limited self, which I consider myself to be the ego, from the Supreme Self, which is my true nature. And therefore, the quest in life is always to achieve that balance where there is no sorrows, no limitations, nothing that will create unhappiness, a perfect happiness. And because there is no unhappiness, it cannot be called happiness, but just a bliss. That's the quest. Prakriti has three gunas, the filled which is part of the Prakriti has three gunas. These gunas bind the knower to the field. Those are the attractions which create bond between the Purusha and Prakriti, the knower in the field, and create identification. This identification is because of these gunas, and those three gunas we have seen as Sattva, Rajas, and Tamas. My awareness about this field. Sattva, Rajas, the activity, the passion for something I like, and then ignorance. These three bind me. So how do I get out of these three? Or is one helping me to get out of this conditioned consciousness? So we have seen that the Sattva gives knowledge, Rajas gives activity, and the byproduct would be greed. One activity leads to another and to another and another, and there is no end to it. So that creates greed. And tamas creates inertia. So now we have to transcend from one to another. The lowest we can see is inertia from our perspective. These are the qualities of my mind right now. These are the qualities of the field. In this field, the body is obviously completely inert. By its very nature, it just cannot do anything but to exist. Just like we have seen, the atom has inertia and therefore it exists. As long as the inertia is there, atom exists as an atom. Once you disturb the inertia, the rajas will explode into atomic energy. Body has nothing but inertia. But the mind and intellect have all three. The rajas, tamas and sattva. So these are the qualities of my mind which I most interested in. And that depending on the quality of my mind, if it is sattva, it has a knowledge, prakash, gnan. If it is rajas, I am active, new project, new activity, and inertia, don't want to know anything, don't want to do anything. So the verses which you have seen last time, now tell me that what happens if one is predominant or other in my mental zone. Urdhvam gachanti Sattva those who are established in Sattva. Mental qualities is predominantly Sattva, Urdhvam Gachandi, go higher. I am going towards my goal. My goal is what? Going from the conditioned consciousness to supreme consciousness, unconditioned consciousness. This conditioning which is binding me, my goal is to get rid of it and become one with the unconditioned supreme consciousness. That which leads me to my goal, I consider higher. So, urdham gachanti sattvasthaha, sattvic mode of my mind, will lead me towards my goal of unconditioning this conditioning. madhye Tisthanti Rajasaha, whose mental zone is predominantly Rajasik, they remain in the middle. Neither they are going up, nor they are going down. They remain in a status quo. Rajasik do a lot of activities, but in the end, if you see the sum total of the results, is the same. If you can look at all the activities we have done in life, all we have done is to create security for ourselves, stability for ourselves, some kind of a protection that we remain in a good condition. And in the end, it all comes down to the same thing. Every few years, we have to go through the same thing over and over and over again. So, Madhya Te Rajasa, they basically remain in the same state they are in. Neither they are making progress upward, nor they are going downwards. Jaganyaguna rattistaha adhogatchanti tamasaha. But those who are abiding into the lower qualities of tamas, they go down. Obviously, we are talking about human beings. Obviously we are talking about the human mind. Human mind which is evolved for the activity, the knowledge to understand the world around it. More it understands it goes higher. More it gets entangled into this world, it remains where it is. More doesn't want to know, it goes down. In a situation where there is no more knowledge is necessary to survive. Just basic knowledge of I exist and I survive is good enough. They go down in that state of existence. Why did we look at that last verse? To introspect in spiritual quest, introspection is the most important aspect of our progress. You have to constantly introspect and see what is there in my mental zone. And if I find any impurities, I need to remove it. That's the goal. Antaha karana shuddhi. And then once I remove this impurity, the purity itself will reveal what is right and wrong. If I introspect and find myself to be in the tamasic zone, my next goal is to become rajasic. Tamasic to sattvic is not an easy journey. You have to go through rajasic. That's why Bhagavad Gita says, the people who are doing good for the wrong reason, let them do it. Do not stop them. If I am giving donation to make my name, I am at least better than the one who is not giving at all. That's what Bhagavad Gita I let them do for whatever the motivation. But you need to make progress. If I'm in a tamasic zone, well, let me make sure that at least I'm active. If I'm in an active zone, I should say, well, I need to slow down and understand why I'm doing it. That introspection will lead me to what will be the remedy. It should be my next efforts. But this is not enough. So generally we understand, well, if I'm tamasic or rajasic, once I'm a rajasic to sattvic, I'm done. Because now I am remaining in the Sattvic Guna. But we have also seen that even this Sattvic Guna is also a bondage. We get also get used to of doing good. Because people praise me. Well, you are really doing very well. You are doing good. So I want to keep getting that praise over and over and over again. In other words, you get attached to happiness. The joy which comes out of knowledge. The joy which comes out of doing good. Binds me to this; it does not let me leave. I like it. We were saying in architecture that what happens to the old architects? They don't. They don't die. They just wither away. You know, they never retire. They continue working till they drop dead in the studio, because that attachment to creativity, that something I'm doing it, I'm creating. That attachment doesn't let you retire. You know? So the bondage to sattva is still a bondage. The real goal for that conditioned self, is to go beyond gunas. And how do you go beyond gunas? Na anyam gunabhyakartaram There is no other doer in my life other than my own gunas. Gunas are the doers for everything which I am doing and accomplishing and losing. Yada drastanunu pasyati. One who starts seeing it, all my actions are driven by the modes of my mind only. You know, when my mind wants to see sky fall, at that time you know they read this chapter is so nice. In my, I'm going to see Bond movie. Okay, right now you can do whatever you want. I am not in a mood right now. So who drives me to Bond movie and who brings me to here to that class? My mind. So if I can make my mind the doer and say. All that I do is driven by the quality of my mind. As the thought, so the action. Whatever my thought, my action will be driven by that. So all my actions, I should assign them clearly to my mind. No onion, there is no other. You can say, well, I was forced by the society. Well, I really didn't want to go to see a movie, but they insisted we used to do that when we were in the college. Well, I really didn't want to go there. just before the exam. But I blame on my room partners. Why? I went to see a movie just before the day of the exam. But if I had no tendencies, I wouldn't go. So Bhagavan said, Na anyam There is none other than my gunas are the doers for all my actions. One who sees that, yada drasta one who starts seeing it, all my actions are driven by my mind and the qualities of my mind. Gune param vette, And he says there is someone higher than this gunas. There is someone who is much higher than my mind who also sees the limitations of my mind. Says, well, I shouldn't have gone to see a movie just before the exam. But I did. The one who says I shouldn't have that eye is different than the I who went to see a movie. One who knows that there is one who is above this gunas, madhbhavam sa adhigachadi, and identify with that. I really don't need to take any credit or blame for my actions. What can I do? My mind was in that mood, and I did that. However, I am not my mind. My mind is just a filled in which my consciousness functions. That consciousness never took part in any of the action. If my identification takes place that way, Bhagavan says, Sa mm-hmm. He attains my being. What is my being we have seen? The supreme consciousness, unconditioned by the limitations of body, mind and intellect. He becomes one with me. As Swamiji says, he doesn't become Krishna with flute and peacock feather. He becomes one with that unconditioned consciousness. He now starts identifying. This room space once leaves the identification with the walls, floor, and ceiling. Remaining within the room, it identifies now with the space outside. I am none other than this universal space. Gunan Etan Atityaha. Trin Dehi This Dehi, one who considers this is me, this body, this mind is me, is created by this Gunas. This Gunas bound me to this body and said this is me. Gunas bound me to my mind and said this is me. And this Gunas bound me to the intellect and said, this is me. So this Dehi is created, this conditioning created by this Gunas of my mind. Gunan, etat, atityah trin. One goes beyond all three gunas. It did not say one who achieves the 100% purity. One who attains sattva. It a one who goes beyond all these three gunas and identifies with what is observing this mind with its gunas. Janma, mrutyu, jara, dukhehi, vimukto, amrutam, Ashnute. Exactly where we started. This is what I want. I do not want birth and death. I want to continuously exist. I don't want any unhappiness. I don't want this decay and disease in my life. I want to be ever existing, ever healthy, all knowing, all pervading no limitation. Bhagavan says, such a person, one who goes beyond these gunas, identifies with that one which is beyond this guna, he achieves liberation from janma, no birth, Birth mṛtti, no death. If there is no birth, obviously there is no death. Birth and death are a couple goes together. One occurs, the other has to occur. Jara, which is the decay. Dukkha, unhappiness. Vimukta, you are liberated from that. He said, well, that means I'll be living all the time as Neil Bhatt, continue to practicing architecture forever. I said, no. Your identification with this body is gone. Therefore, anything which is happening to this doesn't belong to me. I give this real life example. I used to have VW Beetle in Nairobi. And even though VW Beetle has a great reputation as a people's car, it gave me the most troubles in my life obviously a second hand car. will go into the garage every third week. And I had it for about a year or so and I was really tired of it. But obviously anytime something well, that's my car. That's my car. And then finally my company gave me a car so I sold it. And it was such a lament car. I was actually feeling guilty for the guy who bought it. But what can we do? We have to unload our problems on somebody else. About two weeks or three weeks after I sold the car, we were driving from my work and I saw my car lying on the side of the road. You know. True story, not making it up, lying on the road. And so my friend was sitting there, Neil, that's your car. I said, not my car anymore. You know, I'm perfectly happy where it is. I have no remorse that it is sitting on the side of the road. I don't have to call the garage and say it's not working. It was mine. And I was constantly be disturbed by its state of what it is in disrepair. Once it is not mine, it can be lying in that ditch on the side of the road. Makes no difference to me. Because my attachment to that car is gone. Bhagavan said, once that happens to this body, right now I'm so concerned. Once I realize this is not me, it's just another car. Whatever happens to it, that's its problem, not mine. He said, therefore, there is no birth. Birth and death is only for the body, mind. But I'm not attached to this body. There is no birth and there is no death. I know it will be recycled. Once I die, this body will be recycled back into those five elements. I'm a Hindu, so I'll be cremated. It will be ashes going as a fertilizer. Doesn't matter to me because I'm not identified with it. Jara, decay. Well, decay is happening, but in this body, not in me. This room may be contaminated, but not the space. Dukkha. All these unhappiness happiness is because of my mental attachment to this body, this mind intellect. If I detach, there is no unhappiness for me. Tsunami happening in some remote island somewhere which we don't even know about, it doesn't bother us. If it happens in Japan, we are slightly unhappy about it. But it happens in India, where my family is. My mother called me about eight times because she forgets this. She has already talked to me. We hear this by uh, on these newspapers about this Sandy. Are you okay? I'm perfectly fine. I'm not in Sandy's way. But once I tell her that, and then say, then rest. Oh, that's okay. That it happens all the time. You know, so. Because my son is okay. As long as the attachment there, that unhappiness belongs to me. The attachment is gone. That is not me. As long as this body, mind, intellect is me, all its limitations are mine. Once it is not me, I am completely liberated from it. Therefore it says, Janma jara jaradukhe vimuktaha is liberated from there and achieves what? Amrutaha, immortality. Mortality only belongs to this body, this mind and this intellect. Mortality does not belong to consciousness. And therefore I say, Amrutam Asnutai, it achieves immortality. He has switched the party from conditioned consciousness to supreme consciousness. Now it has all the qualities of that. I had a small company and then suddenly some big company comes and buys me out. And I become one with that. So the next day, I will have a brochure which says, we are 3,300 people. My company's name is NBJ, and there's a company called NBBJ. And people constantly misunderstand. So people call me up and say, oh, no, no, we work with you. I say, no, you didn't, you know. Let me tell you, you work with NBBJ. I'm just missing about 3,000 people and one B in my name, you know. It's just identification. So Bhagwan said, Amritam asnutai he achieves immortality well we will stop right here om sarve bhavantu sukina, sarve santu niramaya sarve bhadrani pashyantu ma kaschit om Shanti, 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 Hari Om Shri Gurubhyo Namaha